Ah, welcome, gents, ladies, uh, everyone, basically. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, uh, this is very random, but now <laughs> there's a first uh, transgender uh, competing in the Olympics. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes, from New Zealand. So, you know. In the weightlifting. Yes, in the yeah. weightlifting. So, you see, I can't just say ladies and gentlemen. I need to make sure I address everyone. So, but she ad- she identifies as a woman, so it's she's a woman. No, but it's not it's not that plain, dog. There's they only just put LGBTQI. There's a lot apparently a lot more alphabets. Oh, okay. But essentially, all of you, if you felt like I left you out, I'm sorry. Hello to you too, and welcome to another episode of Nothing But Football. Um, uh, I'm sure you know the the deal by now. We talk football. And uh, other things that happen in football, which is what we're going to be starting with. Uh, but before that, let me introduce my fellow hosts uh, on my right. I've got Lokosa, Uncle Lucas. Uh, what up? What up? Brother what up? Hakim. What up? Uh, Auntie, Auntie <laughs> May May. I don't know what, you know, I don't know what you prefer, but yeah. The King Don Father. Yes. How does that speak? <laughs> the King Don Father. <laughs> <laughs> is this is this a nickname you're choosing? Nick no. Of <laughs> course. I think I'll I'll pencil that one in. <laughs> I'll pencil that one in. Uh, how are you doing today? All the ladies in the house say scream. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all good, man. No, all good. That's good. Uh, then on my far right, uh, the man in the Arsenal shirt. We've uh, got Uncle Curtis there. Yeah, Chris. Ah, it's all good, man. In the famous words of Michael Owen, leave nothing to the imagination. Something, something, something. Ladies, your tits out. <laughs> oh, no. This is the phrase. But it was poetry. Mm. Um, in case you guys are, are wondering what we're talking about, let me first explain how we're going to get this started this week. I figured let's get into the garbage side of football, the silly the silly topics. Your childhood hero. Yes. So it's silly season. It's, uh, it's transfer rumors. You know, you wait for doing, you wait for things. Devilish as usual. Um, but I think let's start with the, the comical one. The one that no one expected. So apparently Michael Owen was caught in the DMs of some... Lady. It go down. It go down. Uh, mm. She was a... a what? A big brother housemate. Oh. So, Stepped at me that if it's yes. cool. So basically, <laughs> so basically uh, Michael Owen, uh, the good boy of uh, of football, as he claims to be. Mm. Um, Your childhood hero. Yes, he was pestering this woman for nudes. Not pestering. Uh, pestering is a strong word. Mm. Huh? He was requesting. Oh, he requested. Yeah. Which she complied with. Yes, he requested nudes and apparently... When he got one, he said he'd viewed the picture like 65 times or mm. something. And then he requested more and said, quote, leave nothing to the imagination. Mm. My DMs is called a body name. Yes, so he's got, <laughs> he's got some amazing one-liners in there. Uh, when Rebecca asked what intrigued him about her, he replied, your past, your present, your post with your tits out. Yo, listen to this man. Listen to this man, ladies. Do the right thing. Your heart out. Do the um, right thing. <laughs> mm. So yeah, it was yeah, it was quite a, a spicy uh, reveal. Mm. Yeah, but I think that's that's the first story. Uh, yeah. You didn't surprised. <laughs> I don't know uh, how am I supposed to get you anal- analysis <laughs> of this. Now I can see why man, Michael Owen's football opinions are sometimes garbage because mm. only time man can cheat. 
is when he's out the house from his wife and he's got to do the thing. So he's spending too much time on these one-liners instead of football analysis. Mm. Is this man really watching football? Or is this man just saying your past, your present, your tits out? I won't lie. While I was reading those things, I'm like, this guy speaks the same way as he is like his punditry, <laughs> like his games. I was just listening. I was like, bro, come on. This cannot be your... <laughs> these yeah. can't be your baselines. Yes. But fair play to it. No, not fair play. I'm not going to... Uh, you know, encourage or whatever yeah. he did. Good men here, faithful men. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, but you, but you know, you know, England has this like Boy Scout mentality where it's like that story is actually not that bad. It's like he went to a woman who complied, mm. right, and he asked for more, and she said nah, and then went to the tabloids. Yeah, <laughs> as in he gave him it go down. It go down. He gave him his little. He gave him his little fix. Mm. She gave him his little fix. Mm. And then it's like, ah, she, dude, you're asking for too much now. Mm. You're getting weird. Yo. There you go. Yeah, man. It's that uh, childhood star thing, man. Because mm. uh, she was it, saying that... You don't know how it feels like to be rejected. So now you're being, being outlandish at 40. And you're like, mate, mm. you're no more England superstar. And niggas will they'll air your dirty laundry out. <laughs> well, she used the line saying, you are my childhood hero. Mm. This is a dream come true talking to you. <laughs> So the man thought, ah, I'm sorted here. <laughs> let me just, let me throw out my one-liners. You know? Mm. You know, like when uh, comedians do their practice jokes. He was <laughs> practicing his jokes <laughs> on a willing, on, on, on a willing crowd. Contestants, mm. <laughs> on a willing crowd, man. Ah, dog, but it is what it is, man. Uh, football and side chicks, that means Michael Owen has been doing this life mm. long time. This can't be the first woman. It's just that the other woman kept quiet and... Got what they wanted from the childhood hero and kept it moving along. Mm. And now this one will be burned because it's not the first time they say this woman was uh, out here busy uh, hanging with married men. Mm. Yeah, so she's just ex- she's just exposing herself like the time Wayne Rooney got ca- caught with some um, what's the kosher word for it? Escort some, with some escorts, ladies and they went to the, the ladies oh. of, and they went to the tabloids. I wonder how their career in the in that industry went afterwards. Mm. Discretion is key. <laughs> now, um. I figure since we're starting off with uh, weird football topics, let's move on to another one. Oh, boy. Um, I don't know if you guys heard there was uh, apparently controversy because I think it, it you probably haven't noticed it until you wafer pointed it out. But Manuel Neuer was apparently, because oh, yeah. he's got this thing where he wears the, the basically the... The rainbow, the the, the rainbow flag, yeah, the pride month, yes. pride month, yeah, yeah. So he decided to wear it as his armband, and then UEFA took offense to this. They say they 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 decided they're going to investigate him, and then they're going to let uh, Germany know what repercussions are going to happen. So there was this whole you know saga. Everyone was touched, saying, "Nah, you know, how could you UEFA? Like they don't know they're dealing with demons." But anyways, mm. um. UEFA then backtracked and then said that they're going to leave it. So, I don't know. what. How do you feel about that? Does this surprise you from the devil? Yeah, look, look devil. It's, 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 it's one of those, UEFA's not great, but I, I you know, reading between the lines of, of the story. So, why UEFA investigated is you're not supposed to give political st- statements or mm. be political or whatever. And that is possibly a political whatever so that's why they checked it but i mean they never charged they never whatever they just investigated and then let it go mm. so i'll give them a pass that way 
but it's UEFA, so it was probably fucked up somewhere. They never, they never <laughs> investigated because of public pressure, because that uh, yeah. started trending in the public eye. Mm. Because they were like, "Wow, okay, so human rights are a political issue." Because mm. even what's this? Uh, the Alliance Arena uh, yes. asked uh, if they can light up the LGP what what flag. Mm. I don't know the but whole alphabet gang. That's mm. the classic example of I give you a finger, you want the whole hand. Germany saw, ah, okay. We caught you guys. You guys had to retract your statement. So Germany just went a step further and said, let's make the the stadium mm. the flag. But even that, I don't get it, man. Like, oh, this is after the Neuer yes. thing that they made. So this. after the oh. Neuer, they decided because they were playing, a, Germany's playing hungry at the Allianz Arena. Yeah, yeah. So they want to make it the, the LGBTQI flag. On the outside. On the outside. Oh, fresh. Yeah, yeah, because it lights up. Yeah. Mm. And UEFA said no. But it comes back to the point, man. Like, even if it's a political movement, these are not Nazis. Yeah. As people just who want to be respected, Black Lives Lives Black Lives Matter is a political statement. But it's pushed in uh, football. Yeah. So mm. which one is it? That's yeah. what I say. It's a thin line. I I think uh, UEFA probably thought that this was not going to be a big deal. People are going to keep quiet. But in the same breath, I think to myself, dude, it's Pride Month. You are going to reject, like you know, something like that. Like when, it's, it's, when, it's, when have the gays ever taken something lying down, man? Those guys fight, man. <laughs> like, are you also leaving that pun alone? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> black Jesus, black Jesus, give me strength, black Jesus, black Jesus. But wow. on the real though, though, man, like, <laughs> for lack of the better term. <laughs> like when it comes to pushing movements of equality and so forth, mm. it's always women and gay men at the, or let me not say gay men, but women and the gay, uh, community. The yeah. gay community at the forefront of these things. Mm. Uh, five years ago, who would have said anything about non-binary people? Did, yeah. did we recognize non-binary people? I'm still confused by that term, but it is what it is. You respect mm. people, you move on. If somebody identifies as non-binary, it's non-binary, but it's like one of those things of what were they trying to achieve? These were not people who were out here doing hate crimes. Mm. It wasn't Nazis. It wasn't the green street hooligans out there in England. It wasn't a bunch of, uh, I don't know what a, it wasn't a flip, man. Mm. These guys are tougher on these things than the racists out there in exactly. the Czech Republic. Exactly. They, they, they slap wrists. They were willing Truth. to punish, uh, Truth. Mm. But I guess, um, this is a, you know, it's a, it's a new phase in life. It's a new, new terms in football. They'll have to adapt. Mm. Or they will get called out, dude. It's it's UEFA. I'm sure they were just investigating to say, are you guys advertising something and making yes. money without us? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There's that too. But you see, Premier League, Premier League caught onto this very quickly, and Premier League jumped and started selling the merch. The armbands are theirs. So uh, okay, yeah. okay. No, that's what I'm saying. It's it's unlike the Premier League because we know Premier League make a big deal out of uh, Pride Month every mm. year. Mm. The, Everyone gets the captain's armbands. They get the laces. You get small things, you know, mm. embroidery of the of the badge with the LGBTQI. Oh, sure. Yes. So I'm I'm assuming from that point of view, you actually got a point. Yeah. Uh, UEFA's you, thinking you don't ah, about nothing yeah, but like, money. Oh, why can't we make money like this? <laughs> but I'm just saying, Super League would have never done this. <laughs> Super League would let you be who you are. But this is the devil you wanted. It's okay though. Um, I think let's move on from that. We've we've spoken. Uh, let's just touch base on some transfer. Not, oh, yeah. Okay, this is not rumors. This is stuff that has happened. Um, 
So Ramos ended up uh, saying his farewells to Madrid. He won't be renewing his contract. And he's actually come out and said he, he's not coming back. They parted ways. Mm. Uh, reasons of that being, I think they they were in transfer talks. They wanted him to take a lower amount. And a one-year contract, I think. Yes. Mm. They wanted him to take a lower amount. And then they were still in discussion about how much he wanted to take. But I think they kind of came with a low-ball offer. And then he's like, hey, listen, this is a bit too low. How about we just go here? Then apparently he heard radio silence and then they told him, hey, bruh, that's it. We're done. Yeah, yeah. So so he says he asked for a, a two-year contract for security and whatever. Mm. And then uh, so basically they put were, their offer on ice, went on about it. Yeah. When he saw it's kind of towards the end because this is a month before the con- before the contract is actually finished that it came to a thing. I think in the press conference he revealed he's like, Madrid is the one that kind of said, eh. Yeah, so so, so he says now, eventually he's like, okay, it's cool. He sees he's not getting the two years. He's like, okay, cool. Let me accept the offer you guys gave me. Mm. Then he's like, that offer me. doesn't apply anymore. And he's mm. like, how? No one told me. <laughs> ah, cold, cold Madrid. Uh, any feelings to that about uh, this is what? How many legends has this yeah, happened to? This is, this is, uh, yeah, it's countless. Mm. Look to 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 Ramos himself. First of all, his his time at Real Madrid, amazing. Um, I've not seen many better defenders than him. Mm. Like period, not even in that period, just period. Many 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 better footballers from that position than him. So, so he, he, he did fantastic there from a Real Madrid side of things. There's been tension there for a long time mm. between him and the, him and the owner. Mm. Uh, not the owner, the chairman, whatever, Paris. Yeah. There's been tension there for a while. I mean, they were even saying, uh, end of the, towards the end of the season, Ramos was telling his, um, Colleagues like don't take the pay cuts. Mm. They're just gonna save money to give it to another yeah. to another signing. We are the ones here. We should mm. be getting the money, you know, type of thing. So you can imagine how they don't like that. But I mean, mm. it's a it's a sad one. He's been yeah, a fantastic fair. captain for them. Mm. Uncle Curtis, how do you feel about that? Ah, it's uh, football, man. Uh, sometimes these players were earning ridiculous amounts. Mm. The amount the clubs are just taking back some pile and saying Ramos is old, man. How much more can he give you? Mm. Uh, r- rather do the rebuild. Do you want Ramos there during the rebuild when he's telling guys don't take pay cuts? Yeah. Mm. Uh, you got to get rid of those bad influences in the bedroom. And in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it having, is what it is. Some uh, suspect, some suspect uh, weird puns you're adding. Man. <laughs> but we'll leave that. Yeah. So it is what it is. He must probably go to another club. He, um, hearing rumors about PSG. Mm. <laughs> if PSG get Messi, Ramos, Wijnaldum, <laughs> that <laughs> AC Milan keeper they got. If those goes, if those guys don't win the Champions League after that with Mbappe and Neymar there, then I don't never, know. Yeah, mm. I don't know. It'll mm. never happen. They need to mm. do the three peat with those type of signings. Mm. But yeah, yeah, man. Good luck to Madrid. Good luck to Ramos. We'll see where he ends up. Mm. Ah, man. From my point of view, I think it's another. Well, I guess as a club that has, uh, you know, had an era of players called Los Galacticos, yeah. uh, you don't really expect much loyalty from from the club. It's just how it is. Uh, don't even expect from the fans. Remember, they booed Casillas. Yeah. I mean, Saint Iker, they called him. Yes. They were boo, get out. Casillas was out. Um, <laughs> Blame that on Mourinho. Raul yeah. didn't really, yeah. Raul didn't have a great uh, exit. Mm. Trying to think of other players who. But There's typically. Ronaldo. 
Okay, oh, yeah. No, oh, Ronaldo. Oh, oh, you you talking about the that mainstay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you okay? The thing with Ronaldo, you can say Ronaldo still had life in him, mm. even though they did say, you know, they felt that he he he's done for. Mm. Uh, yeah, but it's 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 becoming a common trend. Mm. Uh, this is where I favor Barcelona because it seems as though Barcelona kind of know that if you've got legends in the in this in the team, that you you gotta like you know give them a legends exit mm. if you if you get what I mean. Mm, mm, mm. Sharp, I get it. Right now, the Messi saga is 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 going a little bit rocky, but you know, mm. Madrid have just disappointed me from that point of view, as in like. We thought Ramos would at least get a, you know, yeah. Spanish a clubs doing back. Spanish things, man. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was about to say that's the emo. I and mean, Spanish if they did that to Iker and Raul, mm. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> they did. Barcelona did that to Suarez. Mm. Oh yeah, okay, sharp. Yeah, Barcelona just protect their own. If they came from Barcelona, mm. that's where they play. Uh, but you can, you can say Barcelona. Thinking about it, Barcelona probably thought, ah, bruh, when you were biting people, we stuck by you. Mm. <laughs> so, so they 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 probably believe that they're in the right, but um, let's look at other news. I think let's just move on to the Everton saga. Since uh, Ancelotti is going back to Madrid, or it's been rumored to go back to Madrid. No, it's, he's done. He's, he's oh, done. is it done? It's done. That's done. That's done. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, poor Hamis. Hey, poor Hamis. Ah, he's fine. Come, come to, come to Madrid. Uh, the Everton, Ancelotti said. That was a loan, wasn't it? Oh, they, no, that was a purchase. That was a purchase. Yeah. Oh. So it looks like Everton uh, are showing their interest. I'm not sure if it is complete, but it looks like they are opting for Rafa Benitez. Hmm. Yes, so Rafa Benitez, if my sources are correct, don't worry, trust me, guys. If my sources are correct, it looks like Rafa Benitez will be the next Everton coach. Um, you know, he's had history in Liverpool. Uh, most Liverpool supporters might not take, you know, kindly to him going to, you know, the the noisy, uh, they're not noisy cousins or noisy neighbors, but, you know, they make enough noise. Mm. But uh, let me ask you, Uncle Curtis, let's stop, change the order. How do you feel about that mm. as a move for Everton and for the coach? I thought it was a good move. Then mm. I started seeing some uh, pundits and Evertonians and people start saying that, um, it's not a good move for Everton. And I'm like, oh, so you, you're used to a club not winning and then you wonder why you don't win things because Oaks were like, what, what, what did Oaks say? Duncan Ferguson. We should hire Duncan Ferguson. And I'm like, <laughs> is this where your ambition is? Rafa Benitez, proven Champions League winner, coach of Madrid. Um, he didn't get relegated with Newcastle at, uh, what you call this thing, mm. at, at, at Newcastle. With not, all the drama he had, he did a really. semi-decent job. No, he did. He did get relegated. Okay, but you know... His but first had, season. His first season. It wasn't they, a full but, season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They but bought him in I, as I a... I can't give... I can't yeah. Then he bought them back up. Straight up. He mm. bought How them back up. And I think that's the time when the... What's his name? The Saudi prince talks were coming in. Mm. Uh, where, where the Saudi prince wanted to buy... Uh, Newcastle. Newcastle. Yeah, so that. he came and he kind of basically put his vision as in... Mm. I don't know. This is what the, the, the speculators say. Mm. He put his vision in and said he'd rather have them build nice training facilities rather than sign the, the big names. Okay. First thought there, ground up. Mm. And then they refused and he's like, listen, then you guys are not giving me powers the manager. I'll bounce. You see, but that's what I'm talking about. He did a semi-decent job because even going, getting relegated and coming back straight up, that mm. doesn't happen very often. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then 
Everton gonna say, no, give us Duncan Ferguson. And I'm like, what? Another person said, no, Graham Potter. I'm like, what? Like, Everton, beginning of Premier League era, mm. was a top five club. Right? Where are they now? They're not top six. They're not top seven. Mm. Right? Like, they've fallen so far off. And that, you know why? They're okay with getting Duncan Ferguson's of the world, who's done n- nothing as a managerial career. Mm. Even his footballing careers. Meh. Yeah, no fair. Ah, he's so, a legend. But his footballing career in the overall well, no, aspect but, of but it. But I'm saying it's your club legend there. You, club legend and football history. When you're talking about Everton, I mean, if you, memory serves if me you're correct, saying they, their legend is not good enough to manage them. If memory oh, serves me correct, they they give praise to him for the rise of Dominic Calvert Lewin. Yes. So yes, he was given. They say he's the one who 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 made him. And I wonder that boy scores only thirteen goals a season. <laughs> okay, Duncan think, Ferguson. I, I mean, think he I, did. I, think, I think he did pretty well. Yeah, he he he, he did he did, well, he did well there. There mm. is a lot of Ancelotti, but uh, remember Duncan Ferguson's interim whatever before Ancelotti comes in. Yeah, and then Ancelotti kept him on the mm. on the coaching staff. So at least he's working in football. This is not Chelsea picking a pundit. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I hear you. But that's, that's that's why Everton are going to be the way they are. They're the one Duncan Ferguson's of the world. Yeah. Mm. Let me ask you, how do you feel about that move? From a footballing um, point of view, it's it, it's it's to to me it's actually a good move from the from the fact that it um, there's a lot of experience with that manager. Mm. Um, there's there's footballing IQ. Um, Everton actually has money, yeah. right? So it's um, you, you know the back end of Benitez's career is Newcastle, where they didn't give him money. It's China, it's whatever. So we're not sure what he is anymore, really. Mm. Even Inter, he kind of fumbled the bag with. Um, but you know, there's a bit of money there. I mean, if you're going to give money in the transfer market to somebody, Rafa Benitez, um, ticks more boxes than uh, the guy that's never done this before. Then Duncan. But, but also he's a, he's a defensively sound manager and Everton's a bit top heavy for me. Mm. So I wonder how he's going to deal with such a team that's sort of set up for attack. Really. Ah, okay. Mm. Ah, fair point. Um, from my point of view, I think. For for Benitez, this is a good, uh, you know, it's a good opportunity because I feel like he's one of the the more underrated coaches mm. because of certain mistakes. Not really mistakes, but I feel like that guy is judged based on his looks. Shame. It, it's 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 also based off the hype of Benitez. No, not even that. I feel like. I remember, like, I've seen a lot of caricatures of, like, Benitez, mm. like, you know, busting out of shirt. Mm. Especially from the time when he got signed at Madrid. Madrid was the mm. team that showed him the most disrespect. As in, like, ah, bruh, who are you? You're no one, bruh. You just, you won, like, you were lucky with Liverpool, basically. And uh, that's, that's again, uh, how how Madrid can, te- can treat people crap. Yes. He turned down Madrid, uh, I think, three times or something. Madrid always wanted him back because he actually comes through their system, mm. coaching-wise. I'm not sure about playing-wise. Yeah. But he managed their C team at something at a point before Valencia. Yeah. So it was like, come home. But come home and ah, for like... Yeah, came home. And I think the, the season they fired him, I think he came like, okay, sharp. I get it. Uh, I've, Madrid supporters have explained this to me, that the, the philosophy at Madrid is if you don't win a trophy, then you haven't done anything. That's yeah. what they say. Yeah. But yeah, I think he, he, he had a 
decent season. He, I think he came second. I can't. I'm not so sure about the trophy, but I remember he had a good run at Madrid. But they got rid of him. But okay. In in fairness, you're you're right, now, But if you look at it, he's between Ancelotti and Zidane, isn't he? Mm. Which is kind of in between trophy periods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> between two great managers. <laughs> yeah. ah, okay, no, that's why yeah. I, I understand. Mm. But I feel like it, it, that period, they kind of you know underestimated yeah. what he did or yeah. his career in general. Yeah. But this is why Spanish clubs go by the wayside, man. They don't they don't have time for rebuilds. Mm. Go and by the wayside. Man, Barcelona 1.6 billion in debt or 1.2 billion in debt. Uh, Real Madrid taking forever to do a rebuild. Real Madrid had a decent youth academy. Etu came out of that youth academy. Mm. Um, Raul came out of the youth academy, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. Yeah, Casillas yeah. came out of the youth academy. And, yeah. you know, so you have the talents to build a youth academy, but you don't have the patience to say, okay, one bad season, I'll give you that. The second season, I better win the league again. It's oh, you finished second to a Barcelona with Messi, Suarez, and mm. and that's terrible. Come on, dog! It's not like he lost the league title to Atletico. True, true, true. But but I mean, their their um strategy, or whatever, has brought them trophies. It's actually the same Chelsea strategy, and they probably have more trophies than most. Yeah. Over over a particular period. Oh, yeah, but then that's why they also want to cry uh, Super League because they can't compete with English clubs anymore money-wise because they mm. spend ridiculous amounts of money to get the top talent in. Hazard, flop of a signing. Who's, who's going to buy Hazard from them now? No one. Mm. It's the same thing that uh, Barcelona have on their wage bill. Griezmann, Dembele, all those players. My boy Braithwaite. Braithwaite. <laughs> Nobody's taking any of those Dude. players off that... Oh, I'll loan him. I'll only pay half his wages. Yeah. Mm. No, but Braith, for me, Braith, Braithwaite's wages still shock me. How how <laughs> it, did that it, happen? It actually makes sense. Huh? It actually makes sense. No, but they want to offload him now. Yeah, they want to offload. But I'm just saying, if there's a minimum payment for a Barca player, it's probably that. Ah, <laughs> uh, cafe. <laughs> He's probably being, like the cheapest Barca. Oh, no, yeah. Being being bought in yeah. as a, you hey, know, as Phil a squad Jones player. Phil Jones earns 100k a week. Mm. Yeah, I feel. okay. Phil Jones. Now nah, I get you. I get you. Um, Can't yeah. even give that man away. If he goes to Aston Villa, he earns more than Grealish. I think let's just also move on yeah. to other transfer news. Mm. Obviously, uh, we heard the news that uh, Memphis has officially uh, signed at uh, Barcelona. And I don't know. I've been watch- watching in the Euros and it seems as though that news kind of has, has elevated his game. Mm. He's playing with a, a a bit of swagger. No, he's 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 not that guy who got rejected by Man Manchester United, who's building a story. Mm. It seems as though now he's he's kind of got a cool head. Yeah. Um. Let me start with you as a a man who who watched him play, who adored him. Um. How do you feel about this move for Memphis? It's a it's a good move for him. Mm. It's a good move for him. He's a he's 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 a very good player. And uh, over the last two years, three years, especially, he's been showing his talents. Mm. Um, look, it's been Leon. Uh, it's been Leon, so it's not been the top stage of of even mm. football or whatever. But it, but he's been doing well, show, showing some good skills and and showing his quality. The the Barca move, I I I wonder where he's going to play in Barca. But but he can play all across the front three. Yeah. So. Um, but but he likes to get deep and pick up the ball, which is <laughs> hard. Eh? There's Messi here. Mm. I mean, <laughs> but uh, he'll do well, I think. Dembele is now out again. He had a knee injury in the uh, last game. Uh, 
I don't know. They haven't given a time, but he's oh. basically out for the rest of the Euros. Ah. Oh. So, I mean, slip in with Dembele's. Mm. Um, yeah, Dembele didn't even start, Barca. Mm. He was a rotation <laughs> guy. But Memphis is good enough. No, I mean, now they're starting, what, the kids, like Pedri and them, and Ansu mm. Fati. Mm. I, I feel for those kids, but if you've got a guy like a, a Memphis... No, they'll get games. They'll get games. No, they will. Braithwaite will be forgotten about. <laughs> no, Braith, Braithwaite <laughs> probably won't be there. Who are they going to sell him to? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious to know who's who's willing to cough up the big bucks. Guys are going to sell them and still have to pay 20% of his salary going forward. <laughs> yeah, I won't lie, bro. Like, to tell you the truth, I don't see anyone anyone trying to snatch Braithwaite up yeah. with those same Look, wages. Look, he's, he's having a decent Euros. He is. He I, is. I, I, I won't lie. I'm actually watching him in the Euros and I'll be like, no, oh, he's okay, this actually is a decent player. No, he's jamming. Yeah. He's jamming. I won't even lie. Mm. I'm very impressed with him, but... Uh, Nonetheless, you are a reject. <laughs> but um, I think we can. So, so, so for Barca now, that's Aguero, that's uh, Depay. Mm. Um, there's one or two more. They've actually had a. Actually, they, they, they've brought in a few. Ah, Eric Garcia, that was also at Man City. Oh yes, the, the center the, back. The yeah. center back. Yeah. Mm, that's a decent transfer season. Mm. Uncle Curtis, how do you feel about that? Yeah. We'll see how they start the season, man. It's mm. up to you if they can keep Messi or not. Mm. If they don't keep Messi, then it's a different outlook. It's a different team. Mm. Uh, then it'll take longer to rebuild. With Messi, you'll always compete because mm. he's there. But let's see what they do in this transfer in, in the with Messi because his contract ends 1 July. Yeah. And if he goes to PSG, and I know who's winning the Champions League. Because mm. mm. now I'm looking, I'm just looking at the stats for uh, Memphis for the Euro. So far, he's got two goals. It's decent amount. I mean, the highest goal scorer is Cristiano uh, with three. Mm. Well, there's, I think, about, yeah, four players on three. Yeah. Uh, but basically, it's it's a good tally. I mean, you've you've played three games, you've scored two goals. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, it should be exciting to see him play there. Mm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can connect with Messi, if Messi's still there. Uh, but yeah, um I guess all the best. Yeah, good player. Mm. Good player. You know who sort out all the financial issues at Barca? Mm. Messi, uh, Sir Asin Wenger over there, man. If he got there, he'll, he'll, he'll get down that debt. He'll, he'll go get penny pinching. I don't think they'd listen to him. It nah, seems they, as though that's the problem with mm. Barcelona. They don't listen, yeah. They don't they, listen. They just they, buy whoever they want to. Yes. They... They've mocked Los Galacticos for so long because they claim they produce their players. You know, we bring them from ground up. Now all of a sudden they're just panicking and panic buying. But that's why that's why they were so up in arms to get rid of the former president Bartomeu. Mm. Oh, so he's the one who did mm. this. He's the one that gave Jordi Alba a five-year contract when Jordi Alba was clearly on the decline. Remember, Eric Abidal was coming out to say things. Yes. Like, hey, some of these guys don't deserve to be here. Nah, hey, Eric Abidal, you're out. <laughs> you want to talk? Out. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Ah, man, but yeah. I think we But can... they'll be alright, man. Pedri and Ansu Fati. Listen, man, you're okay. The one I worry about is Ansu Fati because of the injury. Mm. Because of the fact that, you know, <clears throat> he had such a serious injury. He's been out for so long. Mm. So I worry about him, especially as a youngster. Yeah. How are you gonna come back? Yeah. And you know, are you gonna be the same guy? You're gonna have the same energy or what? But I think the positive is not in England. 
he's in a, a league that's yeah. far more where they leave take, you if they, you if you, you know do it, you so do it. he'll get his confidence back in England game one he just came back from injury crunching tackle yeah but you know Spain boy Spain there's no there's no being a squad player there mm. well, well you, there's being a squad player but you don't get games exactly but the starting eleven champs yeah but they they can, the there's year. no reserve league there's no nothing. But what I'm trying to say, they rate Ansu Fati that high that I think he'll be okay. They won't make him. Oh man, let me get a drink over here. Mm-hmm. Because what he he's as fast as a as a bur- as a burglar running through Barcelona. Wow, is what the that's what they said. It was in the newspapers. I'm not making this up. They said it in the newspapers. He's as fast as a thief running through the markets in Barcelona. Wow. Something along those wow. lines. Okay, so through that racism, quite clearly they <laughs> <laughs> they rate him quite highly. <laughs> because whenever a black player is great in Spain and the racism peaks out, that means that mm, player is sure. doing well. He's doing something right. <laughs> He's doing something right. So <laughs> we'll address the racism another day. But yeah, mm. I think he might become a squad rotation player because they rate him that highly. Mm. Nah, I agree. I agree. Nah, you're okay. Um, Plus, I'm sure the kid's 18 now. Even if it, even if he needs to t- be touch and go for three years. He's still 21. Mm. Yeah. No, no, like, no, he'll come back and he'll be fine. He should be. Those young muscles will, mm. you know, they'll recover quickly. Mm. Um, I think let's wrap up with the... Well, not really. This is more of an opinion base. I figured before we get into the results, we'll get into the results in part two. Let's discuss an English player who's uh, actually, you know, been hyped. But hasn't gotten much play. Uh, by that, I'm talking about uh, Jaden Sancho. Um, I know we've, you know, if you've been watching the Euros, you've been, you know, patiently waiting to see uh, what impact Jaden Sancho can make uh, in the in these Euros. But unfortunately, as of yet, we haven't seen him used properly. I'll say properly because I think he, oh, he didn't even feature as a sub in the last game. He was. In the first game... Oh, Scotland, he wasn't a sub either. Yes, no, he, he was on the bench, oh, but he cool. didn't come on. Oh. So basically, first game, they opted not to take him at all. He wasn't in the match day squad. Second game, he came on on the bench, but it seemed as though they didn't use him. They opted not to use him. They still played uh, Phil Foden to start with Raheem Sterling. The Raheem Sterling, I understand, senior player. Uh, but off the bench, they bought Jack Grealish and uh, Marcus Rashford. Um, they left him off. Uh, so I, I I wanted to us to talk about how do we feel about the fact that such a world class player, player who I mean Man United are saying how much hundred and twenty yeah hundred and twenty mm. million it's euros though it's not pounds mm. anymore mm. yeah so basically Man United are willing to pay so much for a player, but for some odd reason uh, waistcoat doesn't trust him. Waistcoat says uh, you know he doesn't want to throw. Uh, players under so much pressure you know uh, some guys you know especially the young stars he wants to take them in easy he claims he's claiming that uh, Sancho doesn't have much European experience when he's got uh, I mean he's got uh, Phil Foden there he's got Calvin Phillips Declan who had a, Rice yes who's, who had a brilliant game uh, comes from yeah from Leeds um, and you've got Declan Rice, who's from West Ham, who, I mean, you can't really say he's had much European experience. I don't even rate him that highly. Mm. So what do you say to, you know, England's lack of, you know, of Jaden Sancho? Like, 
What gives? So, <clears throat> I'll, I'll, I'll at least shoot the, co- the, the coach on bail here. Mm-hmm. Because this is not... Jaden Sancho's been in England squads for a while. Yeah. This is not the guy that used to start all the games in the qualifiers and then is now not... Mm. Mm, he's not getting the games that he still didn't get before. Oh, okay. So, as in, he's always been an England substitute. Phil Foden came in, freaking has six caps. He's already probably had more minutes than Sancho. So, at least mm. it's consistent there. Mm. Um, so, so I'll, at least, I'll at least shoot him some bail there. Um, and also the difference for Sancho as opposed to like Declan Rice and those guys is is the quality in the positions there. Mm. Declan Rice's competition is Jordan Henderson and a 17-year-old. Yeah. Jo- uh, uh, unfit Jordan Henderson and 17-year-old. Jaden Sancho, it's Marcus Rashford, it's Grealish, it's Foden, it's mm. it's it's big names. Mm. He should he should get more of a chance. He's good enough, but but I I'll give the coach some bail there. Okay, I'm not gonna shoot him any bail. Mm. Mm. Uh, we're talking about a Champions League semi finalist over or quarter finalist over mm. here, the man who left England to get game time. Mm. Yeah? so he's far more experienced than Foden at this moment in time. How old is Foden? Twenty one. Nineteen. No, 19. 20, 20. Yeah, 20. He's above he's 20, 20, whatever. He's 20, yeah. How old is Jaden Sancho? 20. 22. 22. He left Man City at 18, so he can get game time. Mm. Nah? That's a lot of game time. That's a lot of Champions League minutes. That's a lot of European football. Mm. All right. Foden just had... I could argue that Foden is the typical English player uh, who performs well a season before the Euros. And gets chosen to be in the Euros, and that's why England don't play, don't win the competition. Yes, Foden is better than the Andy Carrolls and the what of the past, but it's the same MO to me, right? Because Sancho was like 16 assists and a decent amount of goals this season, right? Foden, fine, he's got nine and three, but I think it's that whole English bias. He doesn't, he doesn't, I, I doubt he watched Bundesliga's games. To tell you the truth, I'm, sure I'm busy looking now. They make it look like Foden is so young. Him and Sancho are the same age. No mm. ways. Sancho can't be 20. I'm telling you, 21, both of them. Born in look 2000. Foden's, uh, technically, Sancho's younger. No. Technic- okay, Foden is older. No, Foden's younger. My bad. Uh, Sancho's born in 25th of March. and then, But same year. Yeah, same mm. year. See, then Foden this. is 28 May. So he's, what, uh, yeah. like two months younger than yeah. See, look at that. And how many... Sancho's been doing it at Borussia Dortmund for how many years now? Two, three? Mm. Two, three, yeah. Mm. Foden just broke into Man City squad. Mm. Yeah. Look, so. I, I don't even care about quality of squad, but it's the ambition of a player to say, I'm good enough to be playing European football irrespective of where I am. Mm. So mm. I'm going to leave the club that I am. If maybe Southgate went to go watch Bundesliga football, he'll see that Sancho is doing a job week in, week out. Mm. Right? Because why not? Why are you... Why is your English squad so premiership biased? Mm. And then you wonder why people don't leave England. Because now Declan Rice is getting a game. <sighs> is, is Declan Rice better than Jude Bellingham? I doubt it. Jude 17. But I, is he better? I doubt no, no, it. No, no, no. Jude, Jude Bellingham is a top, top man. But you get what I'm saying? Mm, now now yeah. you, you're just choosing guys because they get hyped up in the Premier League. Yes, the Premier League is the best league in the world. Guess who the worst players in the Premier League are? Nine out of ten times is the English player. Mm. You know, and the best English players that are playing are actually playing outside of England right now. Mm. I know, fair point. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, you, so you're saying Sancho over Foden? Sancho over Foden, or, 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 just or, 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 off experience. Mm. Not that 
stupid excuse that he says about inexperience. Nah. Yeah, yeah. That, that experience. That Sancho should be first in the starting lineup. That 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 uh, that comment of his of not not giving them games or whatever because mm. like that that's a stupid comment. Yeah. But like I said, I I shoot him bail because even that's that, not the man, team he's been picking. It's even that, now, like what I'll say is now I can go as far as saying. It's not a knock on Rashford or anything like that, mm. but Sancho's Sancho has more Champions League experience than Rashford. Nope, I, I, I can bet on that. Champions League, your niggas have made the Champions League once in the past how many years? I'd, I I would be surprised. Let's check the Champions League appearances. But Ch- check Champions surprised. League cha- cha- appearances therefore between is, uh, Sancho and uh, and, uh, and and Rashford. Rashford. I'd, I'd I'd be quite surprised, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised. I I, I can put money on that. Mm-hmm. I can put money on that. I'm actually very curious, yeah, because mm-hmm. I was actually not Europa League, just Champions League. Yeah, the main Champions League. No, no, no. League. The 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 reason I say because um, Sancho's about two or three years in Dortmund's first team, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Sancho, uh, sorry, Rashford has a year of Champions League under no, yeah, a year of Champions League under Van Gaal, maybe two years of Champions League under. Because I was and, about uh, to, I was actually Mourinho? about to tell you, Chris, I was about to say, how dare you disrespect uh, Rashford like that? Mm. But I actually thought about it. You you might have a point because Dortmund has been in uh, Champions League for Consistently. that long. Mm. Yeah. So, but we'll see now. But yeah. So, so that's why I figured, rather let me check uh, instead of making... Okay, so... Yeah. Hmm. But but yeah, just, just down to it, I mean, I mean good, good, good player... Um, good, good player. Okay, that's he's he sh- maybe should have gotten a little bit more games, but I don't think he should be a starter. Above Foden, if Foden is okay. starting, he should be above Foden. If Foden is starting, he should be above Foden. That's to me. Because mm. if he comes to Man United, nah, yeah, no, and no, he no. produces the same amount that he's doing the Bundesliga, yeah. yeah, we wouldn't be questioning why he's starting above Foden. Yeah, yeah, but now because he's in the Bundesliga and he's producing those amounts. They say no, Foden. We see him in the Premier League, and it's no look. The look, Premiership I, hype. No, I, 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 I agree with you there. Look, obviously, Foden's got a a, a very high level of talent. So yeah, basically, he's been in. I'm looking at uh, Marcus Rashford's. He's been in three Champions League tournaments. Okay. Uh, first one eight eight appearances. Next one ten. Then the other one six. Okay. Eight ten six. Eight ten six. Twenty four. So that no, I'm looking now. Somehow it says Jaden Sancho's only been. Oh, it says he's only been in for one season. Oh, okay. I got that horribly wrong. Yeah, he's been been there for one season. Okay, mm. but either way. But that's why I'm saying. Let me check. This might be yeah, basically for one season. Okay, cool. But you know, like it's he's European football experience excuse. Not when you got Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips, uh, when other players. Of doing things, and then the English media is saying that Calvin Phillips is Perlo. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Kaka. Forgive me, forgive me, people. It seems as though I've typed in the, <coughs> the wrong thing. I, I typed in for this season only. Oh, okay. Yes. So I'm going to let me actually check if he has been in uh, in Champions League for longer than that. But I think he has. I think he was in last year's uh, Champions League. Yeah, he should have been. Should yeah. Have been. Oh no, he's been for three seasons. Three seasons as well. So yeah. three on three, but he's been three consistent seasons. Nah, so eighteen, nineteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. So you see, he's had uh, this is a five, 
So he's had five appearances, basically five, seven, four. Yeah, okay. So it's but he had game. five five as a start, two as a sub, mm. seven as a start, one as a sub, four as a start in the in this latest one, three mm. as a sub. Okay. So they're not far off. They're not far yeah. off. Yes. And this is a younger player. This is it's more experienced, but yeah, let's mm. mm. Yeah. Look look who 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 had the right wing spot in the qualifiers for England? I don't even know. Uh, right it wasn't, wing. It wasn't. It wasn't folding though. Would have been Sterling, maybe. Mm. Uh, Sterling's been, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we've uh, we've but, touched on. But it, it's that English hype. It's two games and the world's apart. The world's falling apart. Mm. <laughs> no, man. But from my opinion, I think the wise move, if Southgate is serious, is you start using Sancho a lot more in your, you know in the bigger games, out when you're out of the group stage. I highly doubt it. I highly doubt he will. I think he's going to keep doing the same thing. I'm very surprised because he didn't really feel Graylish, but now all of a sudden he's pushing Graylish. Before Gray, before he pushed Graylish, it was Jordan Sancho with the number, se- number seven jersey playing where Graylish would be playing. So I'm, I'm quite surprised. You know, maybe he's been swayed by the media. But and that's the biggest I can't problem. See Sancho playing on the left or ten. I don't think they're the same position. No, that's what I'm saying. Um, I like. I don't know how he's going to work it out. Oh, I really don't know how he's going to work it out because someone needs to go off. Mm-hmm. Like some something's got to give. If you're going to take Jordan Sancho and you, you you don't play him, and you end up losing this tournament, I think that's going to have big repercussions for your career. Because they're gonna, you're gonna, let's just say he moves to Man United, gets a big signing, and he starts performing at Man United. They're gonna say, hey, why didn't you use this guy? So, for his sake, I hope Waste Coast, uh, you know, plays this guy at mm. some point. But like, I'm looking at this team and thinking, where is he gonna play him? Maybe yeah, the, the, that's why I say I'm like because this I feel is like, not a player that was playing in the yeah in the qualifiers because I maybe. feel like I I feel like Foden is drowning right now. I think uh, this this tournament is drowning. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's gonna say he's gonna throw in Sancho and say hey, but me. you know what it comes down to me guys. It's mm. at the England level now. It's okay. The manager needs to decide. He has the style of football I want to play. These are the type of players that I'll need for the system to work. Has he not done that? Not really, because Foden came out of nowhere. He wasn't playing in the qualifiers. Yeah, but that's a player. When, when we, but you're saying he decides your style of play, and this is how we play. Yeah, but what I'm, I'm saying, saying is he not done that. No, it's because he chooses the most popular player at the time. I, I, I don't think so. I think he gets accused of that because he said he picks players on form, and now he always gets questioned by that. But I don't think he does that. I don't mm-hmm. think he plays picks players on who's hype. Not who's hype. Who's playing semi well at the time? I'm saying irrespective, like. Before that, he, the good thing, one thing he didn't do. Ster- Sterling is yeah. the co- complete, yeah, my a, point. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying that's the one good thing he did. Oh. But there's still 10 other positions. How did Foden get into that team if he wasn't a, the mainstay in the qualifiers? Like who was playing in his place? We even forgot about that player, but whoever that player was, was doing well. He mm. was doing a better a job than Foden is doing right now. Because mm. I can almost bet. But you can't remember who it was. Yeah, but it, but it doesn't matter. I don't remember who was in the Brazilian, in the Brazilian squad of 98 or besides a couple of other players there. You remember yeah. R9, who was the center back and was Dunga and somebody? Mm. Who was the D- other guy? Dunga was a CDM. You see, 
All you right. get them confused. I think we're losing touch now. I was but trying I, but I get to. Your point. Yeah. I was trying to to see where this is going. Then it hit a brick wall when you brought up Dinga. But yeah, I think let's take a break because we've yeah we've we've satisfied our our, our silly season talk, our silly transfer market uh, whatever conspiracy theories we have. So I think we can just uh, take a break from here. And then we'll come back in part two with a wrap-up of the results. Away. And kind of just give our opinions on other things. And sure. Curtis, and Uncle Curtis's beauty tips. No. 14 <laughs> August. 14 August. We'll start. Mm. All right, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Tits Why out. Why at me like this? <laughs> Leave nothing the- to the imagination. <laughs> 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 While I'm busy you're preparing stuff. <clears throat> You're busy looking at me like that. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, welcome back to Nothing But Football. We're on part two now. Um, we were talking kind of about some random stuff in, uh, you know, part one. You know, just silly stuff. Michael Owen cheating and all that <laughs> stuff. Uh, check it out um, and see what's going on. I'm sure you'll find it interesting. Gents, Hopefully you'll, you will. you'll pick up some pickup lines over there. <laughs> From Michael Owen. Right, it sounds like he's commentating on a game. It sounds like he's giving an analy- like an analysis of the game. That guy probably hits those old spice lines. I'm yes. on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So He breeds horses. Yeah, guys, but before we start, don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe, do all those things. Um Yeah. I think that's that's about it. Uh let me I think I'm gonna touch on, on, on some of the games that we've we we missed. Not we missed, but basically they've been a lot of games in the Euros. They're hard to keep up with, guys. Jeez, you, 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 you turn your TV on a Tuesday at six o'clock and you find that it's flipping Spain versus whoever. It's, it's a good game. So yeah, it's actually been a good tournament so far, eh? No, it has. There's quite, there's been some exciting, yeah, some exciting mm-hmm. games. So I'm trying to just locate where we uh, last ended off. The game that we actually, when we recorded and. Uh, it was playing that night. It was France versus Germany, actually. Yeah. Uh, that ended with uh, it was a one nil. Uh, one nil. It was a it was an own goal from Mats Hummels. Um, from what I can remember, it was a decent game. Um, and something I've realized: the combination with Mbappe and Benzema is not working. Really? Uh, yeah, I think I think what's his name? Because I remember watching. Well, it wasn't more evident in this game. It was evident in the second game. In the second game, um, I, I, I'm not sure which game, but mm. uh, it was uh, against Hungary. They drew nil with Hungary, and that's yes. one one now. Oh, one one, yeah. So basically, you can see in this in this uh, side that there isn't really much of a partnership with uh, with uh, Kylian Mbappe and Benzema. Maybe on, Mbappe. I mean, Benzema should have been an impact sub. I I, I also believe Why? so. Because Giroud does well for that team generally. And if he's not in off, then you bring on Benzema as a... But hasn't Giroud been doing that as the impact sub? No. Nah, Has he been starting? World okay. Cup. It was mm. him who started. He didn't score no goals, but the link-up play was yeah, all yeah, because of him. Because mm. if... Look, if memory serves me correct, Giroud didn't even play in this game. Because they were winning. Mm-hmm. But this was after that whole saga of uh, Mbappe... <laughs> Mbappe say, basically saying to Giroud like, hey bro, if you've got something to say about me, say it to my face. Don't say it behind yes. the corners. <laughs> but either way, if, if, if France don't win this, it'll be because of Mbappe and Giroud being childish. No, it's not that. 
like I, I don't understand. DDJ Deshaun's brought this guy in and they said the conditions are as long as you don't affect the team's harmony. What has he done? <laughs> Two guys who've won a World Cup together. Guys who've never said anything to each other. Like they probably do have a decent relationship, Mbappe and uh, Giroud. Mm. But now all of a sudden there's questions as in like, ah, bruh, it seems as though you, you favor this guy more than me. Like, you know, when I'm on, I don't get the, the same balls that, you, you mm. know, you give this guy. So, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's interesting. But I guess it's, 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 it's like small butterfly effects. Mm, mm, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but I look at that and I just, that's what, that's my opinion. Mm. Any opinions on that uh, result? On, on or, the, on the, so in that game, France was proper. Mm. Uh, France, uh, Pogba looked unplayable. In that game, look, we'll talk yes. about the other game, the Jekyll and Hyde that comes with Pogba. Mm. But in that game, he was unplayable. He was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, he, I'm sure he won man of the match, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Nah. I didn't watch that game, I won't lie. Mm. <laughs> it was one of those nights, I think the game was at nine, and I was like, better. Yeah. Me, me and my old my old skin. <laughs> Another beauty tip, get enough sleep. You're welcome, Skimbles. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, I look at that, but yeah. Football is starting to bore me a bit. Too much tactics. I need a lazy player on the pitch who just walks around and just dribbles people, man. I, I truly miss that. I truly miss that because everything seems to be a tactical battle when it doesn't need to be a tactical battle. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, and that's what I hate about Euros. I might start watching PSL because of that now. I'll be pissed off when they can't shoot and score for anything, but I would have seen a guy, a guy dribble three, four guys at least mm. and create a chance out of you know what I miss, Doc? Javinho, Doc. Dribble the whole squad yes. and go miss it. I'd rather take that type of football because, you know, it brings passion out of you. You know, when you're on some, mm. oh, man, I can't believe you missed that. Now it's just like, oh, man, tactics, tactics. Oh, there's a space. Oh, they closed it. Mm. No, That's no, what I hate about it. I do agree that uh, that seems to be the, you know, the new the new theme. Mm. And you're right. Homegrown here. Right, bro. We still we still play with guys who we go out with. Yeah, bro. I we still want to sit Amayas and show yes. me your numbers. Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 I do get that. It, it does take away from the fun of it. Mm. Yeah. But I think, yeah, let's wrap up on that game. Let's move on to, I think it's match, match day two of three. Because, uh, I think we're moving into match day three now. But, uh, I'm just going to wrap up some fixtures, interesting fixtures. I'm not going to talk about Finland versus, uh, Russia here. I'm going to leave those games. I'm going to just talk about games that, Kind of do impact who's going through. Uh, let's, I'm going to look at, uh, Wales versus, uh, Turkey. That was a fixture that happened. Uh, decent game because, you know, in that group, it was actually anyone goes because yeah. I think in the, in that group, it's, it's Wales, Turkey, Switzerland and Italy. And Italy. Italy. So yeah, that was a, a vital game and mm-hmm. Wales actually took that 2-0. Uh, goal from Aaron Ramsey and Connor Roberts. Uh, Bale missed the penalty, I think, in that game. Yeah, yeah. you know why? You know why? It's Arsenal <coughs> players doing Arsenal things, while Spurs players do Spursy things. Yeah, no fair. But I think that was a that was actually a tough game because um, you know Turkey's. Uh, but they mean terrible in this competition, Turkey. No, but defensive wise. Oh, no, listen, terrible. they have been. But I'm saying now that we now we know what we know. But that's what makes Turkey exciting. I can watch a Turkey game. Because uh, you're not sure if they'll be good at that. You know, I can watch it because, like, attacking-wise, Turkey have been given their all, but they just can't seem to keep a clean sheet mm. because a lot of their chances have been near misses. Against Wales, that team could have had 2-3, mm. Turkey. 
It's just that they didn't go for them on the day. And then they get a goal, Aaron Ramsey on the break, and then a lucky Connor Robertson goal over there. Mm. So, yeah, too bad they're out. I would love to see a Turkey versus the Netherlands game because Netherlands also is another team that seems to be banging in goals. Mm. So I would love to see in a high-scoring game. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. Mm. And Turkey's... I thought, I thought Wales did well, though. And Turkey's out-out. Mm. Yeah, they not uh, yeah. not third. So in this uh, this new format, well, it's not a new format. I think it was in the last uh, uh-uh. competition uh, as well. It's been like this for a while. Well. Oh, they increased yeah. the amount, but the, the still amount third. of teams. Yeah, but it's still third <clears throat> best. No, yeah, basically, uh, there's going to be a table for 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 all like all the third teams, the teams that came yeah. third. Yeah, the so there's six groups. Four of the best third place teams will go through yeah. before it was I think only two I think it just increased to four. Oh, okay so it's it's four this year yeah alright then okay then everyone basically who's third has still got a yeah. a chance because yeah, I saw England were celebrating saying either way they threw yeah because I, th- the I don't think they want to win that group because apparently they might have a tough fixture because <clears throat> only Italy is playing who Austria already so they already started doing the draws for those yeah teams. so so I think top of England's group would play second of the group of death. Mm. But England would obviously want... Well, if England wins, tops their group, then they road to the final, keeps them at Wembley mm. with their own fans. And all that. So it's a catch-22. Mm. It's a, we might get an easier draw, but we have to play in Bulgaria or whatever. Exactly. Doku. And we've seen, we've seen those fans get rowdy. Boy. Yeah, because <laughs> they've got packed stadiums, not mm. like England. So, yeah. So that should be interesting. And then let's having flashbacks of Iceland. Mm. Let's move <laughs> on to another game in that group. Uh, basically, it's a uh, Italy versus Switzerland. Uh, from this result, Italy basically cemented their mm. you know top position, and Italy took that three nil. Um, Manuel Locatelli to score two, and Ciro Mobile scored one. Seems as though they've got this, uh, especially even from the first game. <clears throat> They've got this tendency where the someone from the midfield is the goal scoring at a threat. Yeah, because I saw in the, the the previous game, I'll I'll name the goal scorer, but he played in the same position that Locatelli played. Um, yeah, it's a good result from from Italy. Any thoughts on that, Uncle Lucas? It was very awesome. dominant. Uh, mm. Italy Italy had a lot of chances in that game. Mm. What what I'm seeing from Italy in the in in this tournament with the with the three five two is that um, teams can't really live with them in the middle, mm. and when you try to, they take it out wide and kill you. Yeah. So so tactically they look, but I mean it's tactically against um, Switzerland and and um, mm. and Turkey. So let's see when it's a tougher challenge. But they're looking strong. I mean they very they're very strong in the midfield. Because mm. I think in this game, um, Verratti wasn't even back yet. Because Verratti, I think he was resting. Is he there? Did they pick him? He played in the third game. Oh, okay. yeah. So basically, he's he's come back into rotation. Mm. Um, but you look at that and you think, you know, one of your best midfielders, mm. you haven't even played. Mm. But Jorginho has come in as a as a good replacement as well. Yeah, I mean, you look at the midfield like yo, like things are going on there, mm. and yeah, it should be interesting to see what happens. Mm. Uh, Uncle Curtis, how do you feel about that? Yeah, that really watch that game, but Italy, my boys didn't get a game. Uh, Italy was very decisive. They they killing games off. Uh, we'll talk about Italy again in the third because they won the third game one nil, ne? 
Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so Italy is out there. I think one of the... the whole squad, basically. Sorry, stopped the whole squad and still won the game 1-0. No? And then they set a record of... Um, Number of goals scored in the group stages uh, without conceding a goal. Yeah, mm. uh, hasn't been done in a while. So Italy is. If Italy keep these clean sheets up, man, who's gonna beat them? Mm. Who's gonna beat them? Like it's like, it's clean sheets, mm. and when you're in front of goal, you're deadly. They even have as a striking striker. Who's that guy from Bellotti. Genoa? Belotti. Oh yeah, he's no, he's from Torino. Torino. Yeah, he he looks like he can get a goal if a goal needs to be got. As a second striker, so they have decent options. Mm. I've never said there was a lack of strikers there, but the strikers they do have they do score goals. So mm. hey, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, it's going quite well for Italy. Still want to see them against tougher. Uh, tough I was going to say yeah. it's going a bit too well. Yeah, because I haven't seen their defense get tested. Mm. But it's experienced defense, Cellini and the likes. Mm. Like, uh, more, which, like which one of them got injured in? Uh, Kellini. Kellini's injured. Yeah, mm. Benucci's Benucci is the one who's there. there. But it, it looked like it was more of a, you know, precaution. A, a precaution. Oh. So I think you tweak something and they're like, hey, bro, those old legs are mm. not going to heal as quickly. So mm. go take a break. Um, but I think let's move on to another game from another group where things are sealed. And that was Belgium versus Denmark. Uh, it was the match day two. Uh, uh yeah. And I think a Belgian took that two one. Yeah, came from behind. Mm. Shout out no, to but, KDB. But this was this is immediately, this was immediately after the you know the whole uh, Ericsson mm, saga. Mm. They were playing at home. Emotions were high. You know they gave them. They even gave them a get well Ericsson shirt mm. with all the player signatures. So yeah. You know, Belgium ended up taking that 2-1. But I saw a lot of people talking and saying, you know, it, it felt like Belgium was kind of taking it easy. If not taking it easy, but like not putting the, f- like, you know, putting it full throttle because, you know, of the whole Ericsson saga. But I won't lie, the first goal did catch them off guard. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it just worked on that. And then obviously goals from Thorgan Hazard and Kevin De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. And you're right, De Bruyne had a brilliant game. Yeah. Any thoughts so, on that game? So, so, so on that on on that game, like, so, so I saw people talking about um, it looks like Belgium is slow or whatever. But for me, it's a thing where Belgium's is again top heavy mm. in the in the attack. You've got the players that pass the ball and whatever, whatever. Yeah. But the defense, the sort of the sort of back five, those guys are not so great on yeah. the ball. Well, so besides maybe Vermalen, but he's even on off. No, Vermalen didn't on, play this game. Yeah, and, oh, he played and the he's third like game. 30, yeah. I don't know how old that So you in that back in that back row you had uh Vertongen, you had Denier, and you had Alderweireld. Yeah. But those are decent defenders. So decent. No, no, I'm saying in terms of moving the ball. Oh, okay. I'm saying in terms and and then the the midfield pivot is who? Uh Dendonka and Tillemans. Dendonka and Tillemans, yeah. But once it hit the 60th minute, like, because Denmark was defending for their lives. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't keep that up for 90 minutes. Once, I think De Bruyne and that came on at halftime. Ah, yes. He who, didn't who start. came on at halftime? De Bruyne yeah. and uh, Hazard. De Bruyne and Hazard. Or, but, and uh, for Marlin also came on to yeah, equalize things. De Bruyne and Hazard changed yeah. the game. But basically, I, I look at these stats because I see Denmark had, okay, as pointless as those shots were, they had 21 shots with five shots on target. Uh, Belgium were a little bit more efficient with six shots and five on target. Mm. But I'm assuming 
Uh, Denmark literally just started taking chances, but it's yeah, what- in the first half, yeah. Denmark came with that energy exactly like you're saying. They hyped up, whatever. Mm. Uh, that that's why KDB comes on at halftime because yeah. they're bashing. Hey, Denmark was. Maybe the first thirty minutes, the last fifteen minutes of that half, it, mm. it, you, it was all Belgian's way. But um, Denmark at least showed themselves, you know. What I mean? No, 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 I agree. But then, in terms of a balance of a squad, like when you say, there's no ball playing uh, defenders over there. Mm. I love it. Defenders must defend. Midfielders must create. Strikers must score. Mm. I don't want a ball playing centre back if mm. you're not going to do your job as a defender. Mm. Uh, I look at all the great squads uh, from the past. Uh, United pre-Ferdinand who was a ball-playing centre-back can't think of one Gary Pallister Gary Pallister I, I remember Yapstam I remember a couple other players yeah. but you know what I'm saying Yapstam would be a ball because mm. he's Dutch mm. and you learn how to be good with the ball but that man mm. was physical but okay. sorry I digress nah, and then <laughs> I look at Arsenal pre-2004 who was a ball-playing defender there uh, those guys just kicked the ball out uh, and we, cut people we had very few you see but I'm saying yeah. like Sometimes play choose a system. If you want a ball player and defend a system, play with that. Mm. If you want guys who just defend, play players who just defend, and then you get top heavy. Mm. And it's like, I, I'm here to defend. I'll make sure the no goals are scored. Yeah. You better score when you get that one chance when I hoof it up 90, yeah. 90 yards. Uh, then I'll just shout out to Lukaku. Good what? performance again. He, was a good, he had a good performance in that game again. Oh, okay, no fair. Mm. I was asking. I thought maybe. If he's going to get me Rock Nation tickets to the Rock Nation brunch, shout out to Lukaku. <laughs> no, in all fairness, shame. Lukaku's had a fantastic tournament so far. He's, he's playing. Like, that man gets the ball in space. As If you're supporting the other team, you know, mm. you know you're popping a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you see, you know, like, inside, imagine, hey. <laughs> like, I'm assuming now, uh, you know, Inter might look at this and say, okay, Sharp. We shouldn't sell this guy. Yeah. But if this guy were to move, I think he's putting in a good... This is a good audition tape, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't think... if Inter would be very stupid to sell him. Yeah, they shouldn't. He, yes. he also shouldn't move. Mm. He also shouldn't move because... I feel so. Eh? I, 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 also, I, I also feel so. Because I've, yeah. I've actually thought about it now. And to my... In my thing, in my mind, I think... Chelsea do not deserve a good striker. <laughs> they don't. They don't. <laughs> no, just let's 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 be real now. <laughs> Chelsea don't deserve a good striker. They don't because I hate. How them. many? No, I'm just talking from a point of view. How many good strikers have they ruined? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Like if you think <laughs> they ruined Torres, if these if these guys, brah, they got no. Torres was already Crispo. Torres was already pop. They've ruined Shevchenko. They've ruined Crispo. They've ruined the. Okay, they didn't ruin Anelka. They ruined Morata. Morata was a good striker. They ruined him. They ruined Higuain. Higuain was a good striker. Tammy Abraham was a good striker. He came from a small team and he did the numbers. But somehow, he's no longer considered in those talks. Bro, I can go on forever. Agents, like, <laughs> don't ruin your good strikers by taking them to Chelsea. No, Holland will become because, the poor man's Darren Pentier. <laughs> because Chelsea have unrealistic expectations for their strikers. They just do. I don't know why. And then they end up taking it, they take it out on their strikers. Like I could, yo, mm. brah, okay, sharp. We can't count on like guys like Kalu and those guys. But there's a lot more names that I'm not thinking of because I'm I'm not a Chelsea supporter. But they've ruined. <laughs> You've mentioned a few already. Yes, they've ruined. They've ruined plenty of strikers <laughs> that have come there and they're supposed to be good. Lukaku is one of them as well. Mm. 
I mean, people had us doubting Lukaku as a striker. Yeah. I mean, okay, Sharp, at Man United, I do, I, I get it. You Salah. guys. Salah. Hey? Salah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. The Salah one, the Salah one will, will, will excuse him and say maybe there were other players that were there. Because Hazard was the main man there. Okay, sure. Even though Hazard played on the left, Salah played on the right. I think it was Schroeder who was playing in, in uh, Salah's position. Where's Schroeder now, dog? Hey? Where's Schroeder now? It's, it's tough. They're, they're uh, rubbing his medals, dog. Yeah, ah, at home rubbing his medals. Mm. That guy's probably playing in Dubai. But or I'm just saying, though. I just I don't know why. But right now, I feel like if Haaland goes to Chelsea, it's good, and which he most likely will, because it looks like no one else is going to entertain this Haaland nonsense. If he goes there, I have a feeling Haaland's not going to have a great season. We'll see. We'll see. I still think he'll back ten goals at least. Nah, Haaland. But ten that's. Only. But what I'm saying, saying at least, at uh, worst. But what I'm saying is that that will not be enough for Chelsea supporters. Hmm. It will not be enough. Hmm. That's nowhere close to. Yes, enough. it will not. I be I don't enough. know why they have high, such high standards when they had Drogba as a striker. He wasn't the most lethal goal scorer. Drogba came and Drogba gave you good memories. That's what he did. He gave you good memories. He came when it counted. He'd hmm. come there when they're playing Arsenal. He'd score his occasional hmm. goal when they're playing Man United. He was a big game player. He's a Lacazette. If you look at it, ah, have you seen like for us, Lacazette is a big big teams. Have you seen Lacazette? Period. But 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 he's saying same category as Drogba. No, No. I said like game. I never said this. I'm saying like game wise. (laughs) Big game game wise, he scores when it's a big game. We might change our opinion if Arsenal actually end up winning those games. If we won now with Lacazette, you know, you'd obviously value Obama Yang if he's scoring a lot of goals, but you'd think to yourself, hey, but. Like as it did the job for us in yeah. those crucial moments. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go outlandish. I'm saying Arsenal's lack of trophies why like as it is not viewed like Drogba. They score the same amount of goals. Ooh, okay. You went that far. <laughs> went I that retract far. myself from this, guys. <laughs> I'm not on that position. I still believe Drogba had a fantastic career. And he had a good career because yeah. he won trophies. No, he did. Yeah. And he contributed to them. Yeah, but I'm saying if like a Z, because like a Z scores against big teams, if Arsenal decided to win trophies, like a Z will be viewed that way. Yeah, but that's uh, the what if can go to any other player. If Oli Watkins won trophies, then it'd also be viewed well. Yeah. It's sharp. Drogba yeah. actually did. Absolutely well. <laughs> what I'm saying is, Oli Watkins doesn't score against any other team besides Arsenal and Liverpool. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Um, You know, let's. I don't know. Let's just look at other games of significance. Basically, I think we look at the Netherlands versus Austria. That was the big game of that group. Netherlands doing Netherlands things. Mm. Oh, it's the second half there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Basically, I think, was that the... No, no, no. That was, was the, the second second game. Second game. Mm. The Netherlands played uh, North Macedonia for their final game. Mm. Uh, Netherlands took that 2-0. Uh, Memphis Depay penalty... And uh, Denzel Dumfries, another guy who's having a good tournament. Um, many teams need right backs. I don't know. Arsenal, please wake up. Ah, he's a wing back. No, no. Is he a wing back? He's a wing back. Oh, okay. So he'll be a worse de- Bellerin. Yeah. Uh, I don't want wing backs. Okay. Okay. So, if he can play right, I haven't seen him play right back, but he's a wing back in that Dutch team. Nah, no, no, no. Let's not trust the Dutch. Uh, <laughs> the Dutch, uh, what's his name? Wing backs. Yeah. They tend not to know how to defend. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
we look at that, it's 2-0 against the, basically the side competing for them to take the group. Um, from Netherlands' point of view, they haven't been in tournaments for a while. Mm. Uh, they come, go top of the table. How do you guys see this? Obviously, they beat North Macedonia. I think it was... 3-0. No. Yeah, it was... Uh, Netherlands need to be tested. I'm not going to do any of that group. I'm not going to do anything. Uh, the first game, who did they play? Need to be tested. Yeah, against they played strong, Ukraine. Yeah, they need to play strong opposition. Mm. Oh, Ukraine, Ukraine. I thought you meant like drug testing. No, no. <laughs> I thought you were saying like they amazing. You know, you know I'm for the drugs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but as I was saying, they played Ukraine, North Macedonia, Austria. Mm. Um, I'm not sure how that defense will com- com- compete. We saw what Germany did in the se- in the second game to Portugal. Mm. Nah, I'm not sure that they'll be able to withstand a Portugal or a Germany or France. Honestly, at the Netherlands squad. And I don't think they have a better attack than a Germany, Portugal, or France. I think they, they're and thereabouts. I think that's a proper dark horse in terms of saying, okay, fine, if they make it, it's unexpected. But the squad is still good enough. Mm. Right? But yeah, they need to be tested by better teams like Chevchenko, Ukraine. Come on. Yeah, fair. I get you. For, for uh, former political president for Ukraine. Come on. Lokosa, how do you feel about that? Um, look, look, wa- watching the Dutch, I'm, I'm not saying they're favorites or anything for, or, mm. or even calling them, ty- but they've impressed me. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's a, it's a squad I had zero hope for or, or zero expectations of or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, that natural Dutch thing of being good on the ball. Yeah. So Frankie De Jong, they literally give him a pass anywhere on the pitch. However many people marking him and he's good enough to take the ball and make something happen with it. Mm. Uh, Wijnaldum. I think we need to give that guy credit for this tournament. In transition, Mm. like what kills me about that guy, right, is uh, you'll win the ball and he'll immediately do something good with the ball. Mm. He doesn't need to take a touch and wait and see. He immediately does the right thing. Yeah. So, so... uh, I'm I'm impressed. eh? Memphis Depay has got a couple goals and he hasn't really even played to his level yet. Yeah. So, but but anyway, I think if if they get knocked out in the next qualifier, in the next whatever knockout round, I won't be surprised either. Mm. But but they're doing okay. No, I think for me, the thing about the Netherlands squad that like they've impressed me, and mm. good for them now is that uh, Matthias Delict De is back. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah. they started without him in the first game. Uh, that brings some sort of stability in the you know in the back row. Mm. Uh, I mean, you still got daily blend, but yeah. But daily blend on the ball is amazing. No, I get you, mm. but uh, defenders you know. defend, doc. Mm? Defenders defend. But when creativity, one, yeah. once you attacked, I I look at that back row. Defridge, uh, I don't see anyone trying to mess with him. Mm. Delict, I don't see anyone trying to mess with him. Mm. I see people trying to mess yeah. with uh, with a uh, daily blend. Mm. Uh, many of these sides have a lot of. Good right-footed uh, players on the right. I give you, for example, uh, a Portugal. Sure. We'll have a Bernardo Silva. Sure. Uh, France. Mbappe. Yeah. F- well, Mbappe will follow you, basically. Yeah. Because Mbappe can play on the left. Because Mbappe, Mbappe, Griezmann, yeah, and those guys just move around like yeah. this. So, because Daily Blind, it's pace. Mm. That guy is. Because he signed for United, like he yeah, for but that guy, it's so unfortunate, dog. That guy's good enough. He he's has strong everything. enough. He's good enough, except pace, Joe. Mm. 
<laughs> I actually think I, I still believe that Zero guy should, that guy should have been left in the middle. I think he in should in be. today's world. In today's world, I think he'd do well. I've seen a lot of players in the middle who don't have the pace, who don't have the you know they don't have the pace like him. It can work out nicely. I don't think Rodri's that fast. I, I don't. Eh? I don't think Rodri's that fast. But Rodri's big enough. He's big to, enough. Okay, fine. He's big enough and he's paid. But hence why I'm saying, like, uh, I, I feel like Daily Blint has na- now has strength to, you know, yeah. he's got the strength. He's got the ball awareness. He can, maybe interception-wise, he's not good. I haven't watched him in a while. Like, to, to, to try read passes from the other side, mm-hmm. from the other opposition side. But I think maybe in the middle. But, okay, shut Netherlands' point of view, I get it. Netherlands has major talent in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, Centre-back would be... Yeah, actually looking at it, centre-back is the best place for him to play because he wouldn't fit in anywhere else. Yeah. But I... I, I think I th- it's too slow for the middle. Mm. Even from an AX point of view, I've seen that uh, there's a lot of good youngsters who are in the, you know, in the midfield. Mm. So maybe that is... Yeah, that's the best position. Yeah, I think that's the best position. That's the him. best position for him. But I would have liked to see him in the middle. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Too too slow for that, but but I get you, but I get you. Mm. Ah, but we've seen slower who 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 can cope. Mm, as slow as Daily Blint, Daily Blint is slow, Joe, and uh, he's even slow in the turns. There's sharp if you're not fast. Have you, you know, seen running. Chaka? Eh? Have you seen Chaka? Ah, Chaka's not slow on the turn. On the turn, he's no. slow. Chaka Chaka is slow, dude. It feels like Chaka needs a lot of time. He needs a player who builds up space for him, and he's the one who takes time to pass. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe on the turn, I, I'm not sure on the turn, but yeah. he's he's quite Co- a slow Co- player. Because Shaka, you can fire it into his feet, one touch, and he hits it long. Mm. So that's at least fast like that. Like daily blend is a short pass game. Oh, so you say even in short <laughs> pass, short pass he does slow things. Yeah, you're good enough, but you're passing five meters. Mm. So here's Ngolo Kante boy. No, no, fair, fair point. Looking at other fixtures here that basically we can look at. Wow, okay. Um, we'll look at group. It's group D, the one with England. Mm. The the Scotland versus England game. Boring. Uh, very oh. boring game. It's coming home, Mike. I will not man. lie, I didn't watch that. Another game where I thought this is where they should have put in uh, Jaden Sancho, but they didn't. They opted not to. It looked like both sides were kind of well. I'd assume Scotland, Scotland actually, from shots wise, pushed harder. Mm. Um, it it genuinely felt like England were okay with the draw. They probably thought to themselves that this was the harder you know opponent, mm. which I actually believe that this is a stupid. Uh, this is who, yes. Uh, who can finish above them if they won? Croatia. Oh, how many points? Uh, Croatia's got... Uh, Croatia's topping the group now uh, because we've got the, the, the England game is going to play tonight. I'm sure we're going to watch the game after we're done here. Uh, Croatia's going against England and then... Uh, no, sorry. Czech Republic is going against England. Mm. And then uh, Scotland is going up against Croatia. So looking at this group, this group is quite open. Mm. I think... So how many points has Scotland got? One. Uh, One. Yeah. One Croatia, one, then England and uh, Czech Republic on four. Okay, I thought maybe they would want to finish third so they can. So try and basically, get yeah, basically, someone's gonna, someone is going to lose in that game, in the Croatia Scotland. 
So England go through nonetheless. Mm. Okay. And if if both draw, it makes it even better. Okay. Mm. So yeah, to tell you the truth, I, maybe maybe they did. Maybe England is planning that you know this is the better route. We can't win all our games. Maybe they thought that, but yeah, actually it works out. So I can't really complain. You don't want to take chances with these other sides. Mm. Mm. But either there's nothing to talk about that yeah. Scotland England game. Yeah, actually. I, I went to bed at halftime. I was like, is yeah. this what I'm here for? And I went no, to bed. Not a great game, but the reaction that it got off England supporters and England whatever, mm. they were they were amazing when they beat Croatia. Yeah. And they were nothing when, when they drew with Scotland. And it's not a bad point. It's not they qualified. To tell you the guys, truth. They're qualified. As in what they're playing the for is just where they finish. To tell you the, the truth, group. I think England supporters believe that uh you know attacking wise they're more superior than Scotland. Mm. So they probably wanted to see it in that game. Yeah, true. And but Scotland but, just but played well. You're playing against guys that play in your league also. They're almost just like you. Yes. <laughs> so that's the thing. I think Gilmore, I think Scott Gilmore, McTominay is Declan Rice. Yeah. So Gilmore won man of the match in that game. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Mm. He, he he played decently. Yeah. But yeah, I I think England would be disappointed, but hey, if this is their tactics, of they must just push Harry Kane higher up the pitch. Yeah. Harry Kane barely had a shot in this tournament. Yeah, fair. But yeah, he deserves I mean, nothing. I mean, he if you're pushing, uh, if you if you're playing Ben Foden, it changes everything. Man. Mm. You know, Ben Foden plays a different type of game. Yeah, yeah. he's left-footed, coming inside. Yes, he's coming inside. He yeah. cuts cuts out Harry Kane, and no one runs beyond Harry Kane mm. because Harry Kane. We saw this season with assists. Exactly. He can hit you with a long ball, hit yes. you one on one. You're going for it, yeah. Hmm. That extra maybe maybe a Rashford would fit in nicely in that side. Yeah, Rashford yeah. would do well with that, yeah. Ah, but you know, we're not the coaches. We just mm. guys who talk mm. uh with with three mics, man. So don't listen to us. Um but I think let's move on to basically the game of match day two. And that was Portugal versus Germany. Oh yeah. the Germans boy. That German machine when it purrs. Yeah, listen. Germans came out firing. Uh, that was 4 2. Two own goals by Ruben Diaz, uh, Rafael Guerrero, Kai Havertz, and Robin Gussens. And from Portugal's side, Ronaldo put one in. Gossens. Eh? Gossens. Yes. <laughs> I'm mm. cracking the dry Muller jokes here. Hey, Kai Havertz wants to play against Diaz every week, son. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> now he's enjoying him. Hmm. Yeah, and then uh, goals for Portugal's Cristiano and Diogo Jota. Uh, let me start with you, uh, Lobosa. Mm. How do you feel about that performance? What does that say about who can take it? It says, Portugal, your defense is cuckold. Mm. Um, Ger- Germany won that game via pace. Yeah. Via, for, for me, via pace out wide. Um, By cuckold, you pointing out one guy, basically. Cuck old and not good enough. So Pepe is 38. Yes. Nelson Semedo, Jesus Christ. Like, do we still give him a chance after Alfonso Davis burned him like that in the yeah, semi-final last gonna, season? I was going to And say, then he got sent to Wolves. <laughs> I was going to I was going to say the fact that I was going to say that these guys need Cancelo back. Sure. <laughs> they need him back. He's a decent Asa. player. He's a decent. Bruh, you bashing Champions League semi-final Barcelona. They mm. burn you. Barcelona says, fuck off, go to Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> wolves. That's, that's basically and you're not even Europa. Wolves. 
Because I'm looking, I'm looking at the side. You're, you're right. Like, I mean, they could have taken a chance on Diogo Dalo, but I guess. Dude, they brought him in when Consuela came out. Dalo wasn't even picked for this tournament. Oh. He was on AC Milan's bench. He played in Europa. But you the- must remember, I think Semedo's just because he's, Semedo's just been a regular player. Yeah. He has played the whole season. Exactly. Dalo, Dalo didn't actually, he wasn't a regular starter for Milan. Yeah. So I think that was the only thing. But I look at this. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Pepe, something needs to happen. Joseph Fonte, the South, the old South African. I was one. just yes, I was just about to say maybe they can bring on Jose Fonte, Ooh. and Jose Fonte is probably older than Pepe. <laughs> What's yeah, man? Yeah, Jose man. Fonte is thirty-seven. Oh, Pepe is thirty-eight. Yeah. yeah, I think they should have invested in a younger, younger yeah. defenders. Yeah, but yeah, well, what are the games worthy, man? Uh, yeah, I think that kind of uh, wraps up the. Well, the surprises. And they're trying to play all, well, Felix on the bench, but they, what, Bernardo Silva, Bruno, and. Oh, so Felix didn't make it on. Yeah, well, Felix, Felix not on the bench, I'm sure. No, Felix, know. Felix is not even on the bench. Check the starting lineup then? Did he not start? No, he didn't. No. Felix, the, yeah, Felix hasn't made a, he hasn't made an appearance yet. Just go back to uh, up to the lineup because that's I'm, I'm just trying to say behind Ronaldo, right? Mm. Bernardo Silva, uh, Bruno Fernandes, William Carvalho, and and Diego Jota behind Ron, Ronaldo. Yeah, they're opting for Jota because of his uh, mm. Liverpool spurts, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, yeah, I think that wraps it up. I'm just now because basically I'm gonna just touch on the games of match day three. Yeah, that have already happened. There's been about six games. Because um, basically, from from Italy's group, uh, Italy beat Wales one nil. Yeah, and then that makes yeah with changes. Because mm. yes. so Italy basically, squad in Wales. basically in Group A, it's uh, Italy and Wales going through, and then uh, Switzerland and third place. Switzerland goes through. No third place. Possibly. No, no, because because remember, it's four out of six, and I think there's already two groups where third finished on three points. So if you unfold, that's why England is already through even oh, without okay. playing because they are, already have four points. Oh, so they oh, okay, so that was yeah. Then Switzerland beat Turkey. Uh, I think that was three one. That was an important game for them. Um, Austria beat uh, Ukraine one nil, which guaranteed. Hmm? Yes, they went through along with uh, with Netherlands. Uh, yeah, Ukraine. That's, one, that's the group where Ukraine yes. is on three. So yeah. Ukraine, there's still a bit of uncertainty. Uh, Finland versus Belgium. Um, Belgium took that two 0 so obviously Belgium is through. And that was a good game. With yeah, changed Belgian team. And then Dan- Denmark's also through. Uh, Finland's also on three points, so there's a bit of uncertainty. They might make it, they might not. Mm. But the I think the result for me was uh, on of match day three. The final result we're gonna basically we're not gonna talk about it, but it was Denmark versus Russia. Denmark took that 4-1. Back uh, with the vengeance. Yeah, back with the vengeance. Made it through. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think Christian Eriksen will, will make it. The tournament? No, yeah, the he tournament. probably won't even play football again. Interesting. Yeah, you're mm. actually right. <clears throat> oh, professional football. Yeah, but I can see, uh, you know, the Might media... Be able to spite to his child in the garden. Yeah? The, the, the media was kind of... Uh, 
you know, touting, saying this is the greatest victory. You know, obviously media milking it as the media would. Mm. But yeah, it's a good result for, for Denmark. I think they needed this. Uh, they can maybe, you know, try to do something in the next game, but I don't see them going far, to tell mm. you the truth. Mm. Uh, decent side, but striker-wise... I I don't know. I don't. I see think them. it might be them that ends up playing. Um, no, no, no. Can't be them. But uh, Wales lo- is look looking likely to actually have a decent draw in the in the. Oh, in the oh okay. Like as in not one of the top nations. No. Ah, okay. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But yeah, uh, that kind of wraps up. If I look, that wraps up Group A, Group B, Group C. And then Group D, E, F uh, are playing basically over the next two days. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'll just wrap that up. That's Italy, Wales through. Uh, Switzerland also through, uh, according to Lucas's theorem. Um, Belgium, Denmark. And fin- Finland, uh, still shaky grounds. And then Group C, it's uh, Netherlands, Austria. And Ukraine still also on shaky grounds. Yeah, but I think that wraps it up. Uh, so, sorry, just just humor me. Group group of death, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's France on four points, Germany on three points, Portugal on three points, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, four four points you threw, right? So mm-hmm. final game is Portugal, France, and and Germany, Hungary. So Portugal, if they lose to France. They might oh, by virtue it. of the goals they scored in the first match, they might go through. Yeah. If if they don't get hammered. Mm. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Because there was Finland and whatever on three yeah. points. Yeah, actually, yo, this is a tough one. So Portugal needs to do something against France. Portugal just needs to draw. Yeah. Uh, to go through. Mm. I think they might. I don't see Hungary trying to pull off an upset. Because that's the only way I can see Portugal completely going out. Not but Portugal, France. Hey, yeah, Portugal, France, Germany, Hungary. So oh, if Hungary wins, the they jump everyone. Oh, 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 they jump Portugal. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, oh, that's sure. if saying, Hungary wins, they'd go to four points. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, flip. So yeah, that's why I'm saying yeah. Germany just needs to do what Germany does, uh, and, then, and be yeah. efficient. Yeah, yeah. And, but then yeah, Portugal can go through. But yeah, it should be interesting, man. Sure. Okay. Should be very interesting. And yeah, I think we can we can call that. Uh next week obviously we'll we'll be talking about knockouts. Knockouts and all that stuff. Should be interesting. We'll see if there's more tits out. <laughs> <laughs> Leave nothing to the imagination. Yes. We see who else got busted. <laughs> it should be very interesting, man. But yeah, uh, I think let's leave you guys. Let's love you and leave you. Um yeah, man, flip. I don't know. Any final statements from someone? I don't know. Is there a young player player of the tournament emerging? So, or who started well? As it's been two games, right? So three in some cases. I won't lie to you. I haven't watched enough games to give mm. an informed opinion. Uh, some of these games are boring. Mm. Um, of the teams that I watched, Dumfries has impressed me the most. Uh, for the Netherlands, mm-hmm. he's impressed me the most. Still wouldn't want him at my club because he's a right wing back, but yeah, he's impressed me the most. Mm. I don't know how old he is, though. That's the thing. I'm I don't want to play five at the back. I don't oh. think. I don't. I, I think he's he's probably twenty. Yeah, twenty five. Mm. 
Okay. He's he's around twenty five. Oh, and also Frankie De Jong on the ball. Yes, yes. Yeah, I know he's yeah, been jamming, actually, but yes, yes. When you like, watch him on the ball, I'm like, like hey. are you, uh, maybe this is just me, but I I take it for granted seeing a Barcelona player being good on the ball. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's a standard. So seeing him at Netherlands, I'm like, yeah, out of that corner, <laughs> even the ball like that, you still turned. From young players, I I really haven't seen anyone who's impressed me. Because hmm. uh, I feel like most of the guys are like mid-aged. Because hmm. uh, I'm just busy looking through here. No one's really, yeah. No young guy has come out and I've thought, okay, who is this guy? Besides the Demgog guy from uh, from Denmark. You could argue, you could argue Billy Gilmore. He's done well. I'm, I'm, well. Yeah, but he's out now. That, that, that's too young player. But so far for me, it's actually KDB. Yeah, well, so far, two guys who they've played three guys who are doing what we expect is a mm. Lukaku, a KDB. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Mm. Guys, who I'm, you know, who yeah, play of the it. tournament is up for up for grabs. Yeah, mm. nobody's really mm. taking I mean, it away from Benzema. Everybody. Benzema, what is he yeah, doing? Look, there? it gets chosen from semis anyway. Mm. But Benzema, I don't know what he's doing there. Mm. He shouldn't be there. He should actually go on the bench. Yeah. And I think when he goes on the bench, he's going to score. Because I don't know if we... I'll look at the the, 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 the time, basically, mm. that it's been since he scored a goal for France. Because it's... I mean, he hasn't scored one yet. Then it's... Look, he got picked after six years out, so... No! <laughs> there was a time. Remember he reached that one milestone one time where it was like he played for France for a thousand minutes without scoring a goal. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So that's why I'm saying... We, we we forget those things, but uh, nonetheless, yeah, this should be interesting. Now I'm even seeing. I'm looking at this uh, uh, Demsgog guy. He's been uh, Tottenham wants him. The wonder goal. Yes, uh-huh. so Tottenham wants him. That should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think guys, uh, we'll love you and leave you. Uh, I don't know. Final remarks. Yeah. You know, your son and tournament should be interesting. It depends on what happens. In the next couple of games. Tits out. Send them Curtis? to me. <laughs> your past, your present. <laughs> your, po- your past, your present. Tits out. Send them to me. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, that's it from us. Let me wrap up. At the Great Chris. Eh? No, oh, yes. I was just sharing my Are handle. You sharing oh. your, your handle. Yes, go. actually, man. Follow us on... Uh, we've got an in- Instagram and... Uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yeah. We'll actually put that in our, in our, in the link. Then you guys can just follow us, man. I will uh, engage us on social media. Yes. See, give us your thoughts and all that stuff, man. All that ask, jazz. Ask him who Mpo is directly. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. But yeah. Let's leave it there, man. Uh, with your little stupid uh, chirps. And guys, take care. Be safe. See you next week. Peace out, guys. <laughs>